Standby. Hello, this is Penn Jillette. The possibility exists that if I were to actually listen to the lackadaisical Librocubicularist podcast featuring host Jordan Maywood, I would potentially enjoy it. A ringing endorsement. Potentially enjoy this episode, which will start after the other half of my magical comedy duo, Teller, gives us a countdown. Take it away, Teller. Hello, welcome to the Librocube. My name is Jordan Maywood and I am the lackadaisical Librocubicularist. Let's see if I can get this microphone a little closer for better sounding. How's that? Are you telling me how it is? Because I can't actually hear you, you weirdo. Something I like to say at the top of every show is that there will be spoilers. This is a warning of them. Something I've sort of coined the term spoiler warning to do this thing. Another thing I like to say at the top of every show is that if you like what you hear, the only payment I ask is a million doll hairs. Oh my, no. Oh no. The only payment I ask is perhaps you pass the podcast on to a friend. Perhaps you rate, subscribe, and comment within iTunes. As, you know, that's what podcasts need to grow and flourish and become things. Things, I tell you. Uh, If you can't tell, this is week 27 of my cold. (sighs) Ladies and gentlemen, let's get ready to rough you some things. Today's movie monologue sponsor is the Finger Eye Surgery Clinic. Thank you, sponsorship. I'm going to really try today uh, because I don't have the time or, due to sickness, don't have the energy to keep to the timer as much as possible. Uh, I know I've said that in the past and then have not done so. So, you know, that'll probably happen again. Excuse me. Movie the first... Sinister 2. Oh. This, as you can imagine, is number two in the Sinister series <laughs> series of movies, apparently. Uh, a young mother and her twin sons. I didn't know they were twins. No, that doesn't make sense. Twin sons move into a rural house that's marked for death. Okay, well, IMDb, your description I don't think is accurate because I think one son, they didn't look alike, and I thought if it was both boys or both girls, it would mean they would be identical. Can you have, uh, I believe it's called fraternal, uh, same-sex twins? Is, is that possible? And even if you could, one of these kids looks quite a bit older than the other one. So, anyways, that's not what this movie's about. That's just my nitpicking-osity. Mm-hmm. Um, if you saw the first one, it's basically that, with the exception of now you know what's going to happen, to make it much less scary. (laughs) So, uh, I can't remember what I gave the first one. I I do remember it being scary and sort of a cool idea. This one gets less than that for the reason that we already know that it's going to be 
what the idea is. The idea of, and this is a spoiler, that uh, the kids are the murderers or some such. Uh, one of my questions of this is, like, the whole story is there's this supernatural being guy who kills kids, or rather has kids kill their families, uh, and then takes the kids' souls, I guess, and then the cycle continues anew. What's his, what's his, like, why is he doing this? What's, what's his deal? What does he get out of it? Is he just a bastard? Or is he, like, feeding off your souls? It's never really explained his deal, where he comes from. So that's kind of disappointing as well. Um, Rating-wise, uh, I'll, I'll still go with three. Like, uh, it's 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 a horror movie. You're going to have a few scares, a few jumps. Um, maybe closer to a two. <laughs> okay. Uh, moving on to a movie called R.I.P.D. Oh, this one from... What year did this come out? 2013. Oh, okay. Well, I thought it was older than that. Uh, this was a movie that, when it came out, uh, looked really uh, looked really good, sort of up my alley-wise. Not good in the sense of it's going to win any Academy Awards or anything like that. Just a good sort of uh, uh, a supernatural, action-packed kind of flick. And I always wanted to see it, but for some reason I never did. Uh, it recently became available on Netflix, so I finally pulled the trigger. Uh, basically, this movie, boiled down, is men in black, but instead of aliens, it's, you know, dead stuff. That's, that's basically summing it up. Men in black, great movie. Uh, I'm a Ryan Reynolds fan. I am a huge Jeff Bridges fan. So, you know, those two together. As I say, this you got to go into this not expecting it... You know, expecting what it is. It's an action flick with CGI scenes and uh, crazy guns and supernatural stuff. Uh, Kevin Bacon plays a bad guy, which is pretty awesome. Um, uh, a lot of people did not like this movie. I see it gets a 5.6 on IMDb. Uh, I am going to go a solid 4 out of 5. Yeah, I uh, definitely enjoyed it while watching it and probably would watch it again. So there. Uh, basically, Ryan Reynolds plays a cop who is killed, uh, then he's pulled into this sort of underworld scenario where he is a cop of dead things, dead things that are trying to escape from hell, uh, and they can sort of hide among us, and there's all, all sorts of rules around that, and, I don't know, interesting idea. Again, definitely Men in Blackish. Uh, movie the third, The Revenant. Ah, this is obviously Academy Award uh, nominee material and winning for Leo. So good on him. Oh, spoiler, if you didn't know, Leonardo DiCaprio did win the uh, Oscar for this. Finally, am I right? Uh, I think he deserved it. Uh, movie rating wise, I'll go... Uh... Oh, we're out of time. You know what? I'm sticking to it. I don't care. I have sour grapes to talk about. Don't have time. I have Charlie's Country. Don't have time. And I have uh, Kill Bills. Don't have time. I fucked up. <clears throat> television Talk. Today's Television Talk sponsor is Cheerleader Protection Agency. Uh, just for the record, that was the first time that I actually listened to the movie 
uh, monologue countdown thing and didn't pause it. So I'm a little proud of myself and maybe you're a little disappointed in me because I had other movies to talk about that I didn't. I'll tell you what. Uh, if you really care what I think of the movies, uh, The Revenant, which, uh, Sour Grapes, Charlie's Country, and Kill Bill Volume 1 and 2, see, I, I try to fit too many in there, that's my own fault, uh, you can, uh, tweet at me and I'll, uh, let you know what I think. Hey, there you go. Jordan underscore Maywood, thank you. Television talk, yes. Uh, Heroes. Oh, you know, it's similar to our IPD, uh, this is something that came out a while back, looked right up my alley. Heard from a bunch of people it was great, and just for some strange reason never pulled the trigger. Uh, similarly, this is available on Netflix, so I thought, you know what, why don't I try this? This, uh, this show is sort of famous for having an amazing first season, maybe first and second season, and then sort of falling apart from there and turning into a not good show. Uh, because of my... Uh, poor reviewership of things in terms of that I like everything. <laughs> like, uh, as a professional reviewer, you're supposed to not like things and say bad thing, bad and mean and nasty things about things. Uh, I, on the other hand, am not professional and tend to like most things. So, uh, so far, season one, really, really like. And even if it falls apart, uh, you know, I'll, I'll still get enjoyment out of it, I am sure. Uh, if you're unfamiliar with the show Heroes, it's about heroes. Hmm. It's sort of a little... You can make some parallels to X-Men. Uh, it, it's people who are suddenly, mysteriously, uh, genetically, I think, possibly, uh, gifted with various, quote-unquote, superpowers. Ah. Uh, okay, so uh, we have... Uh, Let's see, uh, there's a cheerleader who can uh, heal basically any wound. She had one wound where, like, a, a branch went into the back of her head. <laughs> uh, and that didn't, she couldn't heal from that until someone pulled the branch out, which was pretty cool. Uh, we've got a guy who can fly. That's kind of boring when you compare it to with all these other people. Uh, a mind reader. Uh, what else? Uh, two of the sort of main ones is... Um, the hell is his name? I'm looking at the wiki here to try to help me with this. <sighs> I should probably look at the IMDb instead. That would be uh, Zachary Schneider. No, what the hell is his name? I don't see it here. Shit. Uh, Zachary Quinto. Yeah, that's what I meant. He plays a dude, a bad dude, um, which he's very good at, who, if he kills someone... And I don't know if he has to kill them in a certain way. He always seems to. He gains their powers. Oh. Uh, so he can have multiple powers. And does at one point. Uh, then there's also uh, another guy. Uh, his name's Peter on the show. I don't know what his real name is. Uh, who gains the powers of anyone he comes in contact with. So potentially even more powerful, right? Uh, so it, it's almost like these two camps uh, fighting one another. Uh, mixed in with evil corporations and people trying to control them and all, all sorts of twists and turns that are, are really sort of blew me away the first season. Uh, really pulled me in. Uh, we've got Malcolm McDowell. Uh, you know what? I regret not getting his autograph when I could, but I was out of money. Uh, yeah. 
So basically, um, what has happened so far is that uh, the whole season was kind of sort of kind of sort of devoted to this buildup of a atomic explosion going off in New York City. Uh, there's some people who can see into the future. Uh, they sort of paint, and whatever they paint is what is going to happen in the future. So that you can then take those paintings and try to change time. And someone who can hop through time and space tries to stop that. Very, very cool idea. Time travely, wobbly goodness. Conan, the library. <coughs> Don't you know the Dewey Decimal System? Today's book banter sponsor is my Quiet Riot cover band, Loud Library. Thank you for that. Uh, Okay, so look at that. I I stuck to the timer again. Pat's on back. (coughs) Makes me cough. Don't do that again. Okay, so uh, because, as mentioned... Uh, in previous episodes, I've got uh, a trilogy of like 800-page books on the go. Uh, we'll probably have the occasional lazy hashtag just tweets day like we're going to have today. So there you go. Okay, uh, the first one, a uh, couple, as seems to be the case when I do this, is a uh, at midnight uh, hashtag wars. Uh, so if you're unfamiliar with that, come on, get in the game. Watch the show at midnight. Uh, he'll, he'll say something like if this, this one, for example, uh, hashtag if Trump wins, and then you'll have to come up with something to be humorous, hopefully. Uh, so I've got a few of those to start, uh, hashtag if Trump wins, strong hair blowing fans become illegal. Mm hmm. Uh, small glove sales skyrocket. Uh, there will be one rich assassin, and uh, this is my favorite, uh, Canadian population doubles. Mm. Mm. Okay, next one is uh, bad sex in three words. Uh, one punch man fisting. Uh, for the record, one punch man is a hyphenated uh, name. <laughs> uh, bad sex in three words. Sour cream lube. Uh, and lastly, this one goes out to Adam Carolla because it's a term that he uses from time to time for some reason. Uh, dry anal rape. Okay, that's disgusting. Uh, okay, so now we're into some just tweets. Uh, uh, I heard about these ankle bracelets that prevent you from leaving the house, but I can't find where to actually buy one. Uh, I'm going through a bit of a phase right now, mostly liquid and solid. Uh, I was so mad that that, uh, yeah, that one's okay. I was so mad that I did not even say go fuck yourself, but instead said stay, fuck yourself, so I can watch. Um, why no pastafarian mingle? Uh, Christian mingle, joke, sure. Uh, in Russia, Russia in uh, nowadays, people are praised for a strong sense of selfie. Hmm. Uh, they say to do something you wouldn't normally do on February 29th, uh, leap year. For example, I beat off and then ate a whole medium-sized pizza. 
uh, I like my Nazi officer hospital conditions, how I like my D&D roles. Critical. <coughs> uh, <laughs> that one doesn't make any sense, and I remember it not making any sense. A, a robot without a fucking hole is like a pizza without sauce. Oh no, I suppose it makes a sort of that. Uh, <laughs> a bird's eye view is not so great if it's on the ground. Yeah. Uh, if the inventor of the toaster was not cremated, that seems like a waste. Uh, if you are shrunk down and trapped in a pickle jar, you are in a real pickle jar pickle. Uh, if you suddenly find out you have a son, that's a real bastard. My grandmother used to pit my sister and I against each other in a yearly singing competition. We called it the Grammys. Uh, so here's Americans shopping list. Life, cereal, Liberté, yogurt, and a happiness suit made out of purses. Otherwise known as a pursuit of happiness. Oh boy. <clears throat> game Gavin. Today's game Gavin sponsor is the Morgan Freeman Penguin Flight School. Thank you. Okay, uh, game the first is called The Quest, not the most uh, originally titled video game, but uh, kind of fitting with the theme of the game, uh, the game being a sort of a reimagining, revisiting of a classic, she's, uh, uh, you know what, let me read the... Uh, 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 Steam description, and this will sort of give you an idea. Uh, the Quest is a beautifully hand-drawn, open-world role-playing game with old-school grid-based movement, uh, turn-based combat, and intricate quests. Explore a world full of challenging mysteries and dangerous monsters. Ooh. Yeah, uh, so I think grid-based and turn-based are the two main takeaways that you don't really see nowadays. So, um, that was one of the reasons I wanted to check out this game, sort of a revisit of, of games of the past. Uh, plus, plus, it looked really cool. Uh, cool, I don't know if that's the right word. It had a very interesting sense of art to it. Uh, I'm not exactly going to blow you away with some of its visuals. Like, it's it's got sort of a flat look to it. But it is that hand-drawn that makes it kind of, uh, kind of interesting, kind of unlike anything I've really seen before. It really, it looks dated in some ways and fresh and new in others, so. Okay, so the, uh, the game itself. Uh, I did have a lot of fun rating-wise. I think I'd go, I, I didn't beat it, I should say that. And I do have desires to go back and revisit it. I think my main problem was, and maybe this is something 
that has happened more recently that uh, I've sort of been spoiled with games as far as knowing what to do next. Whereas here, I didn't really know where I was supposed to go. Like you have, it, this is another sort of old school thing. I have a, you have a journal uh, full of your quests and things you're supposed to do. Uh, so you could look in that and try to figure it out. But like I, I, I prefer like a spot on a map or like an arrow saying, you know, go to this go to this spot on the map and that's where you need to complete this quest like a skyrim for example it's a little handholdy i guess that feels like but even give me uh, you know head in this general direction and then when you're close uh, we'll tell you you're close but not exactly where you have to go that sort of thing so a, a gentle handholding <coughs> excuse me would have been appreciated over sort of running around which is what I found myself doing for the most part um, because of my desire to potentially go back maybe a three isn't fair but I'm gonna give it a three okay so uh, moving on to uh, next which is learn to fly three this is in the learn to fly series uh, this is a good game just to sort of kill a couple hours. Uh, it is available for free online. You can probably just type it in and you'll find it. Google it. Uh, basically, you're a penguin. And you're trying to... You guessed it. Bake a pizza. No. You're trying to learn to fly. Uh, the way in which you do that is sort of you start off with a little spring... Um, you'll release the spring and you'll, you know, you'll go five feet in the air. Uh, that will earn you some money. Uh, you will then, after that, go to a shop. Maybe you'll buy a slightly stronger spring, which will then shoot you into the air slightly higher, which will earn you slightly more money. Eventually, <laughs> you'll reach the point where you have friggin' rockets and uh, booster rockets and uh, explosions and a nuclear power plant that explodes that shoots you into the sky. Um, you'll have propellers and just all manner of things. It gets more and more complicated. And the idea is to make it to space, which I eventually did. And it's just a lot of fun, sort of turn your brain off gameplay. Four to five. <laughs> Today's Internet Intercourse sponsor is the Gay Bacon Rainbow. Thank you for that sponsorship. Okay, uh, I see my first item is Never Not Funny with guest Kulop Vlaisak. <laughs> like saying that name. It's a fun name to say. Not only for the reason that she is none other than the wife of Scott Ackerman, a host of my potentially favorite podcast, Comedy Bang Bang. Uh, who is a super, uh, she has her own podcast that I also listen to called, oh shit, what the hell is it called? Comedy Death Ray? No. Who Charted? Uh, duh. Yeah, she has her own podcast, Who Charted, a super, super funny lady, uh, also easy on the eyes, even though this is <laughs> audio only, so I don't know why I say that, 
Uh, so uh, to have her uh, interact with Jimmy Pardo, host of Never Not Funny, it was a little slice of podcasty goodness that I had to mention here because that is what I do in my internet intercourse sections. Oh, you know what I would say? Uh, this isn't written down and I didn't plan on talking about it, uh, but Never Not Funny just did their podcast-a-thon, which is a 12-hour long podcast uh, that they do for charity. So if you uh, Google Pardcastathon, you can uh, donate and bid on things. Uh, all the proceeds go to something called Smile Train. Uh, I bid on something, but then the price got too high that I couldn't afford it, so I feel bad for that. Maybe I should uh, go and donate. I probably should, and maybe I will. Uh, anyways, uh, it goes to a, a charity called Smile Train, which helps kids who can't afford to have uh, facial reconstructive surgery, uh, usually for things like hair lips, I, I think is what it normally fixes, in the in the third world. I don't know if it also does it in the U.S. Anyways, uh, a good charity that uh, Jimmy Pardo is a big part of, I think, um, and did very, very well this year, from it sounds like. Okay, so um, moving on to Epic Meal Time, which I felt like I hadn't brought back for a while, and this one in particular jumped out. Uh, it was titled, or titled if you prefer, Candy Garden. Hmm. No cooking in this one. It's all just putting candy together to look like a beautiful landscape. Uh, one of the reasons I wanted to bring this back is because the missus is a big fan of candy. So, uh, occasionally I'll make her watch an episode of this. This one I didn't even have to make her watch. Just said, hey, this one's all about candy. Let's watch it. Uh, she enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. You'll enjoy it. Especially if you like candy. And who doesn't like candy? Everybody does. Unless you're diabetic and not allowed to have it, then you're probably not a big fan of it. Maybe you are such a big fan of it that it gave you diabetes. Okay, uh, moving on to uh, GameSpot and Nerdus's uh, No Man's Sky coverage. Yeah, I've uh, seen a lot of stuff come out with No Man's Sky last week. Uh, I think just because they announced when it's going to be re released and the price point and some more details, which uh, is something that uh, the coverage of this video game release has been sadly lacking. Uh, basically, what it sounds like is you're, uh, you know, you're a guy, you're a dude, or a or a girl, who finds themselves on a planet, and then you explore planets with the sort of ultimate idea of reaching the center of the universe. The closer you get to the center, though, uh, uh, the harder it is in terms of, I guess, finding resources and uh, people trying to kill you, <laughs> things of that nature. It's just harder, let's say. So you have to build up your ship, build up your spacesuit, build up, you know, just build up. You got to be prepared to face what's in the center of the universe. Uh, they say it takes about 40 to 50 hours uh, if your goal is to get there as quickly as possible, which is pretty impressive because my sort of plan is to find a, a, a cool little planet. Well, that's one of the things that blows me away. Um, because of the sheer number of planets, um, you can find one of your own, name everything on it, and then if by some strange chance someone finds that planet, it will have everything on it already pre-named. So uh, that's sort of a cool idea of naming everything penis, and then someone comes to your penis planet. Anyways, uh, uh, Jimmy Kimmel in Batman vs. Superman. Oh, yeah. Uh, this is the next item, as you can imagine. 
Uh, Jimmy Kimmel uh, did some things with uh, Batman and Superman, pretended like he was in the movie, and just basically he's like, hey, you're Superman, aren't you? Yeah, you just don't, you just have glasses on. Uh, okay, lastly, uh, Sasha Baron Cohen, been around a lot as himself, uh, recommend watching him on Kimmel, Conan, and listening to him on WTF. Done and done. And I mean done. Done and done. <laughs> I like Ron. Uh, normally, I fit in my thing that I say at the end of every show while that theme is playing. But because I jammed so much in, I couldn't. So I'm going to say it now. And that is, of course, to all you out there listening to this, it is nice to be nice to the nice. This is the end of the show. A sincere thank you for listening. Time to plug some things and I do not mean. But you can like us on Facebook. You can follow Jordan underscore Maywood on Twitter. You can subscribe and comment on iTunes. Lastly, if you would like to contact the podcast, you can email jordan.maywood at gmail.com. I would like to conclude that I am not a robot and that I have a theory. I've got a theory that it's a demon, a dancing demon. Something isn't right there. I've got a theory. The best is yet to come and babe, won't it be fine? You think You've seen the sun, but you ain't seen it shine. Wait till the warm-up's underway. Wait till our lips have met. Wait till you see that sunshine day. You ain't seen nothing yet. The best is yet to come and be. Won't it be fine? The best is yet to come. Live long and prosper.